What's up, everybody? This is Francisco from Sports Goofs. There's another entry in SG Mini. Just uh, tiny little entries. Just basically me and my solo opinions as to what's going on in sports. And if I feel like talking about something, then I'll talk about it. So I guess right now, a big story, I guess, would be that the... (laughs) The Los Angeles Lakers have failed to make the playoffs and have failed to even make the play-in round in the NBA for the 2022 season. A team comprised of LeBron James and Russell Westbrook and Carmelo Anthony and Rajon Rondo and Anthony Davis did not make the playoffs. Now... The construction of this team is awful. I can't even name you anybody else on that team that's most likely on their bench or, or what have you. I, I, I can't name anybody else. That that team was horribly constructed. And people are like, oh, LeBron James is not the GM. LeBron James is pushing around the Lakers and right now, I don't even know how much he's in love with Los Angeles itself. I think, and like the prospect of playing for the Lakers, I don't think he's in it to be part of the Lakers. I think he's more in it to be in Los Angeles and promote his entertainment endeavors. That's, that's why he's there. So if the Lakers don't make the playoffs, then Whatever. They got a championship, but now they really were the perfect bubble team. The That Los Angeles Lakers 2020 team. Not the Miami Heat that faced them, because the Miami Heat that faced them are number one in the Eastern Conference right now. That Lakers team was a perfect bubble team. Anthony Davis can maintain himself in a bubble. Outside of that, he is, he's, he's, he, man, people say that, oh, he's basically glass, but I don't think people realize how, how strong glass can be. No, no, Anthony Davis is that, that sugar glass that they use for uh, special effects in the movies. That's what Anthony Davis is. He's, he's, he's ceramic. He's, he, he's, uh a very thin potato chip. Like he he does not hold up whatsoever. And LeBron James is older now. His conditioning is fantastic and but he's starting to get more injuries, more maintenance days. And he look, he did all he could. I I truly believe he did all he could. And at some point it was just he couldn't he can't carry this team to glory. He can't. The NBA is just too good right now. There are too many good teams for them to sneak on by. He could do it in the Eastern Conference in 2005 with that Cavaliers team. But the NBA nowadays with more parity and more talent spread around also, I feel like the the... the the, the spread of talent in the NBA 
is a lot better and uh, teams are better equipped to I guess hand, like handle guys moving on to some of these bigger markets but even then I think the NBA is not really about that anymore I think guys can can promote themselves better thanks to social media that they don't really need to be in a big media market in order to do that so I, I think really it's not LeBron's fault that the Lakers didn't make it this, this far when, with regards to his play but the construction of the team yeah yeah he's, he's had some influence Anthony Davis was there Anthony Davis was already there Rajon Rondo was already there but Carmelo Anthony I think that was LeBron trying to get his buddy a ring thinking come on down to LA we got a team ready to go and you'll get one more shot at a championship yeah yeah Carmelo did what he 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 played within his role I think Carmelo's done a better job in his in his really in the twilight years of his career compared to other NBA players who just realized that who couldn't realize that they 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 really need to lower their roles and they're not what they were when they were 27 and, and that's what Carmelo's done but so so there's that but Russell Westbrook is not the same player anymore and playing for that Lakers team with that pressure and he, he's from LA he's and it must really suck to be in your hometown and people hate you people want you off the team people don't want you there that must really suck and, and it came to a head this season um with uh, threatening him, his family, like that. People are insane. My like Los Angeles fans don't deserve anything good. Uh, they they they've had enough. They've had enough. The whatever the the karmic gods of the sporting world need need to stop with Los Angeles. The Dodgers, the Kings, the Lakers, the Rams, USC, UCLA. Like, that's it. Anaheim's far enough. The Ducks and the Angels are fine. But the rest... Uh, and the whatever. The Clippers are whatever. <laughs> oh, I forgot the Chargers play there, too. <laughs> but, man... If you... Like, those guys... All of those guys are on the wrong side of, of 30. Speaking from a guy who is also on the wrong side of 30. But... My wrong side of thirty doesn't. I I work I I work in a career that doesn't require me to be on the right side of thirty. <laughs> Gosh, man. What what a what a shit show. <laughs> uh, but the the rest of the NBA world is happy. That is for sure. And, well, I mean, since the last time I did this, we'll update you one more time. But right now, there's only one, one play-in spot left, and it's in the Western Conference. It's really between the Denver Nuggets and the Minnesota Timberwolves. The Nuggets should lock up their sixth seed. 
so you don't have to play in the play-in tournament. So it's likely going to be Minnesota, who have a winning record or 10 games above 500 for the first time in forever. And will face off in... Uh, uh, so like right now, the, the, play, the play-in tournament has Minnesota versus the Los Angeles Clippers and then the New Orleans Pelicans versus the San Antonio Spurs. The winner between the Spurs and Pelicans will go off to face the loser of the Wolves-Clippers game. And then those two, whoever wins with that, will go off to face the Phoenix Suns. On the other side, it's looking like it's going to be Cleveland versus Brooklyn. And in that play-in, then you have Atlanta versus Charlotte. So the winner between Atlanta and Charlotte will go off against the loser between Cleveland and Brooklyn. And whoever wins that will go on to face the Miami Heat. And then, you well, the rest of the first round is Philadelphia, Toronto, Brooklyn, Chicago, and then Boston versus the winner between Cleveland and Brooklyn. And so then you have... Uh, for the rest of the Western Conference, is Dallas, Utah, then Golden State versus Denver... And Memphis will face off with either Minnesota or the Clippers. So that's that's the NBA. That's what's going on right now. The Heat should be able to hopefully wrap up the Eastern Conference with uh, two games left for pretty much everybody. They're two games ahead of Boston. So there's that. And yeah, yeah, it seems to be seems to be it with. The rest of that, then, um, I mean, and some of that seating will could change between some of these teams, Boston and Milwaukee, and Philadelphia are pretty close. It's it seems like uh, Toronto is is where they're at. That they they pretty much were where they're gonna be. Same thing with Chicago. So th- those those teams are know that they will be going on the road, and. It, and facing off against either Boston, Milwaukee, or Philadelphia. And then in the Western Conference, uh, Memphis is set where they're at. Same thing with Phoenix. And you can have some interchangeability between Golden State and Dallas. And then interchangeability between Utah and Denver. And of course, Minnesota could always stage a comeback and try and get there, but I don't really think Denver's going to lose that final spot. So that's, yeah, that's the NBA's stuff. Well, then we've got the, the National Hockey League. Um, Florida Panthers with an amazing game. Coming back from 5-1 to one down to beat the Toronto Maple Leafs 7-6 to six in a game where they, they really did need to prove that they could beat Toronto, and they did. So the Panthers have pretty much beaten every significant team 
in the NHL this season. Toronto, Boston, Carolina, New York, Pittsburgh, Tampa, Washington. Heck, even the West, they, they beat Colorado. Like the, the, it's, whew, it, it's something right now. It is something. But there are still 12 games left for pretty much most of these teams, 12, 11, and maybe 13 games for, for some. So it's not entirely over. However, uh, we're, we're getting close. We're getting close in the NHL. Right now, the, the, the Eastern Conference is pretty much set with the eight teams, like I said before. But now it's just a matter of seeding. The, the Metro Division is still up for grabs. The Panthers have a bit of a lead over Toronto. Eight points ahead of them with, with 12 games left to try and wrap up the Atlantic division. And there are six points up on Carolina to try and see if they can get the best record in the East. They're two points back of Colorado for the President's Trophy and home ice throughout the playoffs. And it seems like Washington's basically settled into that second wildcard spot. Unless Tampa falters a lot, or Boston. Not not sure if Washington's going to be able to make up seven points in ground over the course of 12 games. But hey, uh, crazier things have happened in the NHL. Then uh, Colorado's pretty much set where they're at. They are probably going to get the best record in the Western Conference. Uh, well, at this point, they, they've pretty much clinched it. They've pretty much clinched it at this point. Uh, it's it's it'd be pretty impossible for Minnesota to to come back uh, over the course of the, of the rest of their thirteen games to move ahead of Colorado. But interchangeable between Minnesota and St. Louis in that second and third spot for home ice between that round between those two teams. I, it doesn't seem, and also the, the, St. Louis has a six point lead on Nashville. Seven on Dallas for the third spot in the Central Division. Nashville and Dallas hold those two wildcard spots, and then Vegas is sitting outside looking in with three games out of hand on Dallas. So Dallas has three games in hand and one point up on Vegas at this point. So it's yeah, it's 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 looking not so good for Vegas, which will be the first time in their franchise's history they won't make the playoffs. And Calgary leads the Pacific Division. They've got a seven point, um, or is it a seven point lead? Or no, it's a six point lead over Edmonton and the Los Angeles Kings are. Eight points back, I, I, or or seven points back actually, seven points back, and yeah, well we'll see. It's, it's interchangeable between home ice between Edmonton and Los Angeles, the the, the battle for Rain Gretzky's soul, if you will. Cal- Calgary, they play consistent here. They'll most likely wrap up that Pacific Division. And that's that's it from the Western Conference in the NHL. To, and uh, I'm, I'm I'm recording this late, so later on today is 
an opening day for, for Major League Baseball. However, there's been some issues with regards to the weather. As the weather's not really cooperating around here. So some games that were supposed to be happening are, are not. And, and uh, hold on, my MLB app is taking forever to load at this point, which is not good. Not good at all. I, I, let's 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 uh, let's try this again, shall we? Come on. I know it's late. You guys can't be down for server maintenance. So here we go. So opening day. Uh, as of now, as of now, the the only games that have been postponed. We got Minnesota and Seattle. That's been postponed, as well as Boston and. The New York Yankees, that's also been postponed. And we'll see for the rest of the games how, how they fare. But the, the teams that the team that will be opening up, the first game will be between Milwaukee and Chicago over at Wrigley Field. And you got Cleveland and Kansas City. And Pittsburgh and St. Louis. New York and Washington. The Mets. I mean, that's what I mean. The Cincinnati Reds. The Atlanta Braves and the Braves will be uh, that'll be at prime time at eight o'clock. Braves will be debuting their gold trimmed uniforms and most likely will be trotting out their their was it uh, World Series rings. Then the Astros and Angels out in California. San Diego and Arizona to finish out the night for opening day. Now, my team, the Marlins, doesn't play until Friday. They, they go off to San Francisco and we'll play them. And we'll see if the Yankees and Red Sox get it going. Um, early in the day, Chicago, the White Sox are off of Detroit. The... Oakland A's are in Philadelphia, so they're, they're, the A's have returned to Philly to face off against Philly. Baltimore and Tampa Bay will play their first game. Same thing with the Dodgers and the Rockies. And Seattle, Minnesota, see if they can get the game off the ground as well. Uh, then Texas will be off to Toronto, so they've crossed the border over there. And, yeah, yeah, so... That's that's what we have. So that's that's baseball. It's it's happening, folks. Baseball is going to be happening. Real baseball. Baseball that counts will be happening. So I'm excited about that. I'm excited about that. Well, as far as that's concerned, I guess uh, I guess some internal stuff between the crew at Sports Goose. Andrew tried a chimichanga for the first time in his life. And it was quite good. He, he he thoroughly enjoyed it. We have been thoroughly enjoying, well, mainly me, mainly me. I have been thoroughly enjoying uh, introducing Andrew's palate to tastier fares, if you will. And the uh, first, first time was the, the Milanesas. Uh, heck, it was, before even that, before we, we would, I took him to a few places. But 
But now we're 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 adamant to at least get him to to someplace new. And hopefully, it's like a, a weekly thing that we can do. A weekly luncheon, where we we order in, and and we try and get him to try something new. So uh, Charles is not happy about it because he he he's missing out. He's missing out between between all of us. So uh, I sent Charles the menu. It was from a place called Taco Rico. I guess if if we had to have a non-sponsor, it would be this. Uh, Charles was sad because he just got a smoothie for today, and he he hates all of us. So that that's fine, that's fine. And uh, Andrew went for chimichangas. Uh, we we Charles and I had harped about chimichangas, uh, thanks to our mutual love of it's always sunny in Philadelphia. And when Mac was getting fat and introduced Dennis to chimichangas. So that that kind of resonated with us. I got flautas though, flautas. That, that was, those were nice, crunchy uh, corn tortillas rolled up with some meat inside of it, some meats and some corns, and mm, just yummy, just yum, yum, yum. Uh, that's uh, and Charles is, was was not happy to, to see us enjoying ourselves. Of course, we took photos. We took photos of our food and sent it to Charles, and he. Uh, told us to go up ourselves which is <laughs> which was great and, and Andrew didn't want to talk about what he felt about chimichanga at least he didn't want to post it on our group chat however as he was I wanted to get him to tell me what his review of the chimichanga was as as he was speaking to me I was at and I, I was pretending like I was like scrolling my phone for something else or, or, or adjusting or whatever or wiping my mouth or something like that. But as he was speaking, uh, I, <laughs> I was writing a, a brief summary of what he felt. So he, his assessment, this is what I posted. He said that it was, it, that was amazing. There, there was cheese. It, it, it fell apart, but it was, it was tough to eat at times. But the cheese gave it more structure. It was very cheesy. It was not spicy. The meat was good. It was not runny. He got ground beef with his, by the way, inside of his chimichanga. The distribution for to him felt uneven with regards to the the, the ingredients inside of of the uh, the fried burrito. But uh, that's basically what a chimichanga is. So. <laughs> But the back end where the cheese came in with like the sour cream and <laughs> this is basically, uh, I try to find a way to type this out, but I'm gonna, the only way you can really say it is to say it. Ugh. That was heaven. And then he did a second, Ugh, but I didn't write that to Charles. Uh, Andrew, of course, uh, tried to say that he didn't want me to put, the, he didn't want to even say it. He didn't want to cause Charles more pain. I, I of course, put a mission accomplished GIF of Kronk from oh, <laughs> Emperor's New Groove to, to um, show off my my how proud I was with what I did. And, and Charles said that he hated all of us. So, mission accomplished. Uh, I felt like uh, I, I'm happy that Andrew had. The, the chimichangas, the flautas were good too. Ugh, just everything was good. My, my flautas came with, of course, the, the refried beans and the bit of rice, chips and salsa. Mm. 
Mm, so good. So, so good. And, and that's it, everybody. That, that's it for this Sports Goose Mini. Uh, I'm Francisco. You can always follow us on everything. We're on Twitter at sports underscore goose. You can also follow us individually. I'm at FGOGR. Charles is at Charles Chu. Andrew's at Damp Frijoles. And we're also on Instagram and TikTok at Sports Goofs as well. You can check us out on YouTube if you want to see our past episodes. Most of them are back on there. Heck, just listen to us on the podcast stuff. Pretty much, yeah, every episode that we've ever done is on whatever podcast app that you're listening us on. I didn't even say that correctly. But it doesn't matter. The, 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 the sentiment holds true regardless. We're on everything. Our, our net is cast pretty damn wide. And at some point, you're going to see the goofs because we are the Mariana's Trench of sports media. And every once in a while, someone wants to come down and see us. Take care, everybody. Thank you.